is kind of being enabling all the people around you to do the best work they can, right? So that we can all pull together and, and, and deliver the best possible service we can for our customers. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Dan Fitster of Strategic Winback. Dan, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Gresh. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Dan so you hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Dan is a partner at the Business Source Core. They've generated over 50,000 customers and have worked with brands like American Express and Tony Robbins. In 2016, Dan built a customer winback process for the Business Source. And based on the success of it, he founded Strategic Winback Research and Advisory. Dan, great to have you on the show again. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I'm all ready. Let's do this thing. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah, sure. So what happened was uh, uh, I was responsible for uh, bringing in new customers for this, uh, this uh, at the business source. And we've done pretty well, right? Like you said, you know, we, we, we brought in a fair number of people. And I was also responsible for attrition, right? So when we lost customers, I was responsible for bringing them back in. And we had a really bad year in 2016. And so we lost just a ton of people. So um, I was, so I decided, you know, we got to go and do something. We got to do something. So I decided, okay, look, let's try to win some of these people back. Um, now, so I, you know, I put together a program and stuff, but you know, we had already done so much work on attrition and keeping people and keeping people happy. And, you know, we also did outreach to people after we lost them to try and get them back right away. Uh, you know, it's just ad hoc and everything. So, you know, I wasn't really that um, psyched that this was going to work. So anyway, but we, we just lost a pile of customers, right? And, and these customers, when, you know, when you lose a customer, it's not just like the amount of money you lose that year, right? You, you lose all the referral revenue that these people would have given you. You lose all that upsell, all that cross-sell revenue, and then you got to win them all back. And it costs a lot of money to win back a customer, right? So you add up, you know, I added up all those numbers, you know, and as a fair number. And then I multiplied it by the number of customers we'd lost in the last year. So like my back was kind of against the wall. I had to try this, even if I didn't think that there was, you know, that much chance it was going to do much. Anyway, it did 57 ROX. I mean, it was cr- ROX, ROI. ROI, I got <laughs> it you. Was, it was nuts. Like, you know, I've been doing marketing for at that time for like 20 years, right? Nothing had ever cost that little where we made that much money in that little time with that little effort. You know, it was it was nuts. So I just became like a, uh, an evangelist. I started telling everybody like, you know, you got to try this. You got to do this win back stuff. It's 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 nuts. And so over the last uh, uh, four years, I've been really optimizing it. And uh, about a year and a half ago, I actually built this business because uh, there's just so many people wanted to learn how to get these win back these low cost customers. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I appreciate you sharing that. And I feel like that's, I've always heard, and I don't know if you would agree, like, obviously, you get the opportunity to potentially get that revenue, which is, I guess, momentarily lost. But I also feel like there's a great source of information on, you know, just having those conversations, at least trying to uh, open up or reopen those doors to get those customers back. Oh, yeah, that's, it's it's huge, you know, like, we're, we're really good at 
you know, when we're in sales, we're, we're going out, we're talking to the customer, understanding their needs. You know, when we miss in a pitch, we find out what we did wrong, you know, and, and when we get a customer or a customer success, we do everything we can to figure out how to keep them and, you know, how to keep them happy. And, you know, what are they looking for? And, and we do the same thing with expansion, but when people leave, we just do very small amounts. You know, we do maybe like some ad hoc outreach or just, you know, ask them, you know, maybe a little bit down the road, like, you know, will you come back, but we don't have any, any real strategy. So, you know, I take my hat off to you for going out and talking to these people because they're the ones who, who know your, know you, uh, uh, where you fell short, they know what your strong suits are, they're in the market. So who can, you know, better tell you what you need to fix to get them back and then when you figure out what it'll take to get them back, you've got all these at-risk customers, right? Like they got one foot out the door. You don't even know they got one foot out the door. So if this person tells you, you know what, there's this one part of your onboarding that doesn't do the trick or, or this part of your software doesn't work so well or, or whatever the problem is, right? You learn that problem. You fix that problem. You bring it into your customer base. So all those at-risk customers, all of a sudden, they don't have one foot out the door anymore, right? Because it's a lot easier for, it's, it's tough for these for these guys to, to, to leave you, right? They don't want to leave you. They've invested in, in your product and your service. They've been onboarded. They've had to learn, you know, uh, how, you, how everything works. So they don't want to leave. So, you know, uh, it, it, the bar is set pretty low for uh, for keeping these people. Yeah. And that, that makes so much sense. I feel like it's definitely, you know, a huge opportunity as you, you know, use the, the phrase ad hoc. I feel like that probably describes most people's, you know, strategies, just trying to figure it out and maybe touching on it a little bit. So I love that you've been able to kind of create, you know, that system and that process that people can can go by and, and actually, you know, be able to, to take advantage of that opportunity. So um, I, I know you touched on it a little bit and I did too, you know, when I read your bio, could you just take us through a little bit more about strategic win back and how exactly you serve the clients you work with? Yeah. So, so basically what we do is the first thing we do is we take a look at um, at your situation. We find out, like, is WinBack even something that you should consider, right? So we've got a calculator. It's actually on the website at strategicwinback.com. And what we do is we plug in the number of past customers you've got, uh, the actual um, lifetime value, average lifetime value of your people, when the last time was you contacted them, and this sort of stuff, right? So you just plug that into the calculator, and that will give you uh, an idea of the potential sales and the potential ROI. Okay. So, um, so just like in three or four minutes, you can get an idea of, of is there money, real money sitting on the table or isn't there? And like for a, a small business, the average campaign will generate $485,000 and the average ROI starts at 32X, right? And if you're an individual, it's down around $122,000. But the point is, Maybe you don't have a bad attrition problem. You know, maybe uh, you reach out enough. Maybe uh, it costs very little for you to acquire a customer in the first place. Then you don't need WinBack. But this calculator will tell you whether or not you need it right off the bat or whether it's worth looking into, right? So if I was to, would you like me to tell you like what a person should do to WinBack clients? Would, yeah, is that what absolutely. Do? Okay, that would sure. be huge. Yeah, okay. So why don't we do that then? So, so let's say you go to my site, you go to the calculator, you say, oh, wow. I can make $80,000 or there's potentially $80,000 sitting there on the table. And, and just so you know, these numbers that I'm, I'm quoting, they're, they're the, the result of a, of a large study we did uh, on uh, people who did win back campaigns, what their ROIs were, what the average cost to reacquire a customer was, um, you know, all that sort of thing. Okay. So this is all based in, uh, based on our research. So, you've got uh, some decent looking money sitting on the table. So the first thing you wanna do is you wanna identify all your lost customers, right? So you put them into a spreadsheet 
and uh, uh, beside each one, put in the lifetime value, right? How much did they spend with you before they left, right? Then what you do is you take a look at how recently uh, they left, okay? And you score it. Maybe you score it uh, one in the last year, two, two years, three, and three years, right? And then you uh, also, in, in the next column, you put in something like, um, do you th what do you think the chances are that we could get these people back? Right. Because, you know, you've already you, you, you know, your customers pretty well, like, you know, these people left really mad. There's no way they're coming back or there's a shot. We've got a shot at them. Um, so you, you, you put all that into a formula and I'm, I'm more than happy to share the formula with you. I just don't want to go too far into the weeds just for this for this chat. Mm -hmm. So so what you do is you rank these people. Right. So you identify them and you rank them right using this formula, right? what their lifetime value is, how recently they left you, all that sort of thing. So you, you take the top tier of those those people. Right. And what you do is you reach out to a bunch of them. And you, you ask them, you know, uh, you left uh, for a reason. Uh, was it because your needs had changed? Because we had done something? Um, and they'll tell you, you know, or many of them will tell you. And you approach from the idea that we're not trying to sell you or anything. We're just trying to learn, okay? We're, we're trying to do better, right? And, uh, and then you also ask them, what would it take for us to win your, your business back? Because sometimes they set the bar really, really low, right? Because they've gone and they've moved off to somebody else. They found, man, you know, Koresh wasn't so bad after greener. all, you know, like, <laughs> the grass like uh, greener. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, uh, he did a way better job than these new, these, uh, the, the, this new vendor. So anyway, so that's the next thing you do, right? You do your research. So after you do your research, you're going to find, you know what, we're really not up to snuff in one area. So we got to fix that area up, right? So you, you fix things up if you need to. Chances are though, you really, you probably won't have to do anything, right? So the next thing is you package up a, a, your solution, right? So let's just say you you did a and B poorly and C is, is mediocre, right? So you up your game and all that. And you, uh, you, you reach out to people and you ask them to come back. And there's all sorts of different ways you can uh, approach them. You can, you can just go back uh, with, a, with some kind of a special offer. You can go back with, a, uh, you know, uh, we messed up with you. We promise we won't. Here's all the reasons we won't. These are all the things we put in place to make sure we don't do it again. Whatever the problem was, here's how we fixed it. Uh, give them some kind of an enticement. If you don't want to reduce your margins by giving them some kind of a deal, you can do a bundle. There's all kinds of things you can do, right? And, and the other thing is, is you want to figure out when you're thinking about this offer, you want to think, what is my goal here? Is my goal to win the client back so I can generate more revenue? Is it to win the client back to get more market share? You know, what, what's, what's, is, it, is it to make more profit, right? So if you want to make more profit, if it's to make more profit, you're not going to reach out with a, a big discount, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're out for market share, you're going to give a, you might really want to give a good discount, right? Because that's what you want to buy, market share. And if you just want to buy revenue, then you're going to, you're going to walk an in-between path, right? So, so you test all that stuff out. Uh, I like to go with, a, with at least two offers. Uh, and then you roll it out. Uh, to a test group, right? So say you've got say 200 people, 200 lost customers at the top of your list. You roll, you roll that out. You roll a test out to 20, you know, for split test for the other 20. So you've tested out 40. Then you go and you ask these people, why did you buy? The ones who bought, you ask them, why did you buy? Because sometimes they didn't buy why you thought they were, why you thought they were, right? Um, it's kind of like, uh, you know, we can go into detail about but detail about that. But the bottom line is people buy often for reasons that we don't expect. We think they're buying because of this new offer or something, but they really aren't. So that's one thing. That's, that's the way. So before you roll out, you want to make double sure that what you're doing is 
really making is is what's what's causing uh, the win. And for the people who didn't buy, reach out to them and say, look, again, I'm not trying to sell you, but I, I just from my knowledge, we were told that this A and B were really important. Uh, we fixed A and B, and you didn't come back. You know why not? So that's going to give you more intel, right? So then you 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 do what you need to do, and you roll it all out. And uh, we could go one more level, or we could leave it at that. Yeah, well, no, I, I think that's absolutely huge, and I would love to hear you know more. But I, I wanted to ask you: do you, do you think your ability? Uh, I was going to ask you for your secret sauce. Is your ability to kind of strategically kind of go through that? Because I feel like you know we use the word ad hoc, where most businesses aren't really thinking about all those different aspects and seeing like all those different dominoes in place. Do you think your ability to kind of synthesize that and create this program is what you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah because I've been doing it for four years, right? You know, you like, I got, I got really excited about it. So I got really good at it, but just the fact, just doing these few steps that I outlined here, that'll take you a long way to get where you need to go. Okay. There's, there's nothing magical about uh, reaching out to people and asking them, you know, just be, you know, be very, you know, go with a, uh, go with a humble mindset, you know, a learning mindset and, and you'll learn amazing things. You know, people did these, these customers of yours, they did business. They choose. They chose you above all the competition for a reason, right? It's not like they 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 picked the person who they thought was going to do crappiest job for them. They picked the people who thought they were going to do best. There was that one time where they picked you above all the others. That relationship is really valuable, and it's your job to reawaken that. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something you feel like makes you more effective and efficient? Meditating, actually. My mind goes like 18 miles a minute. I wake up and it's just like, I take a half hour after I wake up and I meditate and it just kind of centers everything. And it's just like all this buzzing goes out of my head. And I just think, okay, mm -hmm. this is the number one, two and three thing for the day. So that's kind of like my, that's my hack. That's your hack. I absolutely love that. And I think that's so necessary, especially with those moving parts to be able to kind of make sure that you're staying censored. So um, I, I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It could be, you know, expounding more upon those next steps and what you would do from a win back strategy standpoint, but what's something you might tell a client or maybe even your younger business self? Um, gone today doesn't mean gone forever. Uh, mm. If somebody has left you today, that doesn't mean they're gone forever you've got a really good shot at winning them back. So, so, so don't get down about that. Yeah, absolutely. So I love, you know, everything you've been able to build. So now I'm on the soapbox too, it seems. So, uh, so Dan, <laughs> uh, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Dan, what does being a CEO mean to you? Is kind of being enabling all the people around you to do the best work they can, right? So that we can all pull together and, and, and deliver the best, possible service we can for our customers. It's absolutely huge. So Dan, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Um, no, if you just get one thing out of this, out of this talk, people will come back, pick up the phone five times, call five people, you'll be astounded what happens. So that's 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 the that's the one thing um, uh, to get a hold of me. Um, I think the best thing is uh, go to my website strategicwinback.com. You'll see the study there. You'll see all kinds of uh, uh, th uh, resources to help you out. I've I've got probably a dozen articles on 
uh, great jobs that people have done uh, winning back their customers. And uh, so you get a lot of stories there about give you some good ideas on how to win back your own people. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dan. I know we kind of just scratched the surface because you have so much knowledge and information. So that's why I love that you have, you know, as much information as you do on the site and resources to kind of help us make sure that we're we're doing a, a good job with Winback. So we will have the links and information in this in the show notes. I love that. Uh, I'm going to call it homework. I love that homework you gave to us as well, too, because that's something that we definitely should all do as well, too. So appreciate you for doing that and all the work you do. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.